my end point is Marcus Rashford, amazing person. Mm-hmm. Just like have a little fun though. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, have a little fun. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. I don't agree. Hold on. I said I agree. That's a hot take. Boneless man. No. Man, do your thing. Whatever makes you happy, Bro, have sex parties. Go hang out with your friends. He could still have sex parties and do what he did. (laughs) No, he can't. But he has. How do you know he's at sex parties? You could learn sign language by day and fuck by night, mate. I don't (laughs) know, man. This man's going to deaf schools, lad. Maybe he he used those skills to pick up. that's good, yeah. Maybe he used those skills to pick up someone. He's like, look, I know sign language. No, cats. You know what? I guess I'm just, uh, I'm more of a Ronaldinho guy. On today's Footy Corner, it's Christmas morning for Premier League fans as we'll do a restart preview. Our cardboard cutouts, the fan of 2020. Marcus Rashford is leading a humanitarian charge. A fan somehow sneaks into the stadium in Mallorca, and SpongeBob is officially gay. Along with the return <laughs> of predictions in the fantasy corner and gambling corner, and the usual comments and nonce of the week, next. Yeah! We are back on the footy corner after a short breakaway. We haven't been gone too long. Arin, how's everything going? Good. Fresh off anesthesia. Um, just been sleeping all day and then playing Warzone. How about yourself? Uh, doing all right. Middle of the week, but with the Premier League coming back, I'm telling you, it's been like Christmas Eve today. I am ready. I'm excited. Except the only thing is for me, it's like you're opening your best present tomorrow because my boys are playing. A lot of other people are getting their appetizers tomorrow. Are you ready for the Premier League to come back? Yeah, I'll be watching... Uh both games, so excited for that. As will I. I think we'll probably have to get together for that. I, yeah. I called for a party to be occurring, but this is not materialized as I realize it is the middle of the work week. And amidst the whole COVID thing. And right. You don't want to get that. And we just found out it's $100 to do that here. So Yeah. Unreal. $100 to rent out the room. Have you ever seen the media room? Which is rubbish. Room? We pay a trillion dollars have you, for assessment. Have you seen the media room? I've just walked by it and then smelled weed coming out of it. Which seems like a good time. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I mean, I want to know how many TVs there are. If I'm paying 100 oh, bucks for question. one TV, I'm not in. Yeah, I, I didn't check. But that. I don't have to just go to I, a bar. Assume there are two. Right. At that point, why don't you just go to a bar? Just get $100 worth of beer and food. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I agree. I, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense, especially if people are meeting you. Like, if it's a bunch of people from here, you're just like, oh, let's party. But, anyway, wild stuff going on there. The matches are starting. There's a lot of other stuff going on in the soccer world. And, actually... For for today, it looks like we'll be talking a lot of soccer and a, lot, a little less about just random stuff. Yeah, I'm excited for that. All right, so I guess with that said, is there anything else? Or should we just jump right into it? We've got a packed show. Yeah, let's jump, jump right into, into it. it. All right, well, so the, there, first, yeah. the first... Besides meet, you smelling like fish. Mate, I made fish today, and apparently, I guess, it really stuck Mate, I make fish here all the time, too, which is bananas. You know what I think it is? I think it's that sea bass. See, I get the normal tilapia and like a normal human, normal priced food. It's all good. I think the sea bass is what did it. Caitlin needs that special fish. Speaking of which, you know sea bass, how much do you think it is per pound? I don't even know how much normal fish is per pound. Well, so like, so I get tilapia and for about half a pound, Not which, a fan is, of which is a normal, which is a normal take for about maybe a filet, mm-hmm. half pound filet, three bucks. Tilapia is on the cheaper end though. Yeah, it is. I agree. And salmon's a little more expensive, about so seven, eight bucks a pound. Tilapia is six bucks a pound. Yeah, about, yeah. We're looking at so about six. So then sea bass, because I've never fucking heard of sea bass, so I'll go with 
15? 30. Mate, 30. Y'all bought Y'all bought Seabass for 30 bucks? Let me tell you what happened. It's, it gets even better. So I buy a thing of tilapia, all right? One filet. Okay. And then it I'll, was about half a pound. It was three bucks. So, well, it's not me. I didn't get the sea bass. You got to realize my fiance, she doesn't like tilapia. She doesn't like salmon. She thinks they're too fishy. So normally she would get, um, I don't know, there's another type of fish you get, but it, it's a little more expensive than those, but it's not sea bass expensive. That wasn't there. Then she'll get the flounder, which is another, like, I think that's $9 a pound. I could do with flounder. That wasn't there. So the sea bass was the next pick. So she picked this, like, thick, they got a thick fillet of sea bass. Like, none of the pieces are less than a pound. So so there's 30 bucks for the sea bass, and then you have a tilapia that's $3. So I'm like, you know, I mean, that's a thick piece of sea bass. I told the guy, hey, can you just hook me up with another tilapia fillet? Mm. So I'll take two home. We'll cut hers in half. She'll have two meals out of it. Well, the guy's like, you like tilapia? I said, yeah, of course I love tilapia. And so he said, you want to see some Which magic? Which is gross. Tilapia is It's not. Bottom if shelf. If you season it right, it's fine. Bottom shelf. Then the lad tells me, do you want to see a magic trick? Now, sitting at Mariano's, you're like, uh, it's kind of a bit odd, but I'm like, sure, why not? Let's do it. So he puts one of the fillets in. So that would make it two for me. It is a separate one. He weighs it. It's another half pound. So it's another three bucks. And then after he prints the thing, he puts like four more fillets in the bag. And gave me like five fillets for th- three bucks. Wow. It was, I, I'm like, I, it's like, no, 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 it's okay. He's like, no, it's fine. It's cool. Don't worry about it. And he just, I was like, what's going on? What do you want to tip or like what? No, I felt really bad. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, thanks, dude. Maybe, he, maybe he was like. I think he recognized me from before. He's seen me before. And then he also probably felt bad that my piece of fish was three bucks and I'm buying $30 fish out here. Maybe he probably he probably so he, he like gave it to me. And he just like stuck his hand out to like give me a pound. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I mean, really he, nice guy. He probably uh, he's probably almost done with that job. I guess. Yeah, I, I mean that could have been it too. And well, here's the worst part. We I mean that inventory. He must be the inventory guy too. Cause could have been. Maybe that, maybe he was gonna go bad. That's another theory. And then he's just like, we need to get rid of all this fucking fish. Let's go. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but here's the other catch to this. So we're going to check out. And I'm like, well, let's go to self-checkout because I'm not fucking showing someone this bag and saying it's $3 a fish. <laughs> well, so everything scans out perfectly and well except for that one fucking bag. <laughs> and like, we're like looking at each other and Caitlin's like, this isn't scanning. I'm like, well, let me try it. And I'm like, fuck. So we had to call the person over and <laughs> she looks at the bag. She looks and she like manually enters the price, looks at the bag again and just like scans it through and just like, it's okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, they're not going to question that. <laughs> but yeah, that was the fish story, and today we're enjoying the late, the fruits of our labor there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, top people at Mariano. Shout out Mariano's. First shout out of the show. Before we continue, um, where can people reach us to give their predictions today? Uh, at the footy corner, too. All right, so let's jump right into it. Uh, so the first question, who will win the Premier League? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that would have been a good one, but we all know what's going to happen there. Let's just talk about top four, right? So let's look at who's atop the table. Just to refresh everyone's memory, Liverpool sits at the top by 25 points. It's clearly a champion. I mean, they're going to win. Then you got Man City on 57 points. Leicester's on 53 and third. Chelsea with 48. Man United 45. And it's just a big slew after that, okay? Mm. Then you got Wolves at 43, Sheffield at 43, Tottenham 41, Arsenal 40. That's the top nine. Um, So my question to you is, 
Who's going to make Champions League? Who will the top four be? I think we can assume Liverpool will be one. Mm-hmm. Can we assume Manchester City will be two? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty clear. So then let's go with... I, I don't think the top four is changing. Oh, you're going to go with as is. Yeah, but City's not going to make Champions League because they're banned. Right, so that's my question. That was my next question. Is going to be then, if they don't make it, who's fifth? So we'll say who will make Champions League. I think it's staying. So you got Liverpool, Leicester, Chelsea, Man United. In that, that order, What you're looking at right now is going to be the table after 30 You have it in years. that order. Yeah. All right, I got Liverpool and Man City are the top two. I think that gap between Leicester and Chelsea or Man United is too big. You know, they have a decent stretch of matches coming up. Um, I, they have what I would call five difficult matches of the nine. You know who I think is going to finish fourth? I think Manchester United is going to hop Chelsea. You mean like in the standings? Yeah. I think, and, and I've not been too high on them, but hear me out. Chelsea still has to play City and Liverpool. Man United, their only three difficult games are Tottenham, Sheffield, Leicester. The rest of their games are cupcakes. And they're a team that was clicking. They're healthy. I, Paul Pogba might play a game of soccer again, which is pretty wild. Now, why is he sitting out? Uh, he was injured, quote-unquote. So I got Man United, actually, as my fourth-place team. And fifth, I'm between Chelsea and Wolves. Um, uh, I'm a little worried just with Chelsea. I think they'll drop points against Liverpool and City. Um, and Wolves... Because they don't have Timo Werner yet. And I think they need to stick with it and get a Champions League. Wolves don't have too hard of a stretch. I think it come down to the last game of the season. Chelsea and Wolves play each other. Maybe not the last game. One of the last few. Um, but I think in the end, Chelsea will get that, that fifth one. And I think Wolves will be on the edge and, and get the Europa. To, my question then is Sheffield United. Why are we so low on them? Why are you so low on them? Do you think they'll get a European spot? Do you think they'll even... Um, they could, but um, if, the, if six gets a European spot, they they might. But I don't think they're as good as Arsenal, Tottenham, or even or even Burnley. Even Burnley, yeah, really. Mm-hmm. They have a game in hand of all those teams. Let's say Sheffield wins their next match; they're in a Champions League spot. They're ahead of United. I don't think they're gonna do that great. And I actually agree with you. You know why? Their fixture list. Um, of their last 10 matches, they still have to play United, Tottenham, Wolves, Chelsea, Leicester, and Everton. So those are none of those are gimmies, in my opinion. Whereas, you know, I mean, no games are gimmies, but I think they have a tough road ahead. And I think Tottenham and Arsenal are just a little too far behind to do Champions League, make a Champions League run. Maybe that Europa League spot is, I mean, is in hand. Four points? Yeah, Europa's in for Champions League? Yeah. Five for to get to United for Arsenal, Tottenham four points. Yeah, I just don't see it for either of those. It's very makeable, and that's true. I mean, I also think you have to hop too many teams. You got to outperform the other teams too: Sheffield, Wolves, and United. You think United will slip that much? I, no, I don't. But I'm saying, like, if I'm looking, if I'm Tottenham, I'm not like. Well, yeah, they're not going to give up. But Tot- I mean, Tottenham. I'd Even say, as a Tottenham fan, I'd, I'd be say excited. You'd be excited. Well, yeah, because if there are two teams I want ahead of me, it's not, it's not like Arsenal. It's not like Arsenal and Everton are ahead of you. It's fucking Sheffield and Wolves. Well, yeah, but those teams <laughs> have played well. They've earned that that reputation. Yeah, they've that earned ranking. it. But uh, look, at the end of the day, I always say that at the end of the day, 
It's fucking Wolves and Sheffield. It's not a, a big club. Those aren't big clubs. Well, speaking of Tottenham, they were also a team that's benefited. Harry Kane is back. Dele Ali is not back because he got suspended. Point. Eric Dyer is suspended. Son is yeah, that's true for charging. Son, son, son is, is back fresh off from the military. military, so you don't know what he's going to look like. <laughs> Who is that Boston Red Sox player that went to the military, came back, uh, killed it? I don't know. There was a. I don't remember this. No, he's like one of the all-time greatest. Billy Williams. Just a random name. It's <laughs> not, not a random. Name. It sounds like a baseball name. <laughs> that, that, there's a real no. He's a Hall of Famer. He went back to the. He went to the. I mean, is it him? It's <laughs> I don't not know. Carl Yastrzemski. I know it's not him. <clears throat> um. Yeah, Ted Williams. Ted Williams. That's what I meant. Billy Williams played for the Cubs. My bad. Ted, Ted Williams. Williams. Yeah. That's what it was. See, I had the right last name. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I. It'll be fun to watch these teams. <laughs> is is um is. <laughs> I was about to call him Kim Soon or whatever. What's his name? I mean, son. His son. What would you almost call him? His son, Ted Nate. Williams. This is why Deli Ali got suspended, lad. <laughs> yeah. Is oh, is that going to be the name of the show? Is uh, is Swinging Son Ted Williams? <laughs> now, let me tell you this. Here's another fact. So you know, people getting all caught up, and, and, and keep this in mind when you do the gambling corner. This is almost like a restart to the season, right? The one thing I do want to ask you before we get to the next question, how do you feel – will there be home field advantage, no. if any? No. With no fans? Fans? The only uh, advantage is being – is like field recognition. Okay. So, so, so that, like, they're used to like playing there more. And would you agree that their break has been like an off-season almost? Like it's been long enough that it's been like time between a season. I, I'd say so, yeah. So here's a cool fact that I found. No, I don't know about that, actually. Okay. You don't think so? Why not? It's been longer, actually, than an offseason, believe well, it or not. because those teams travel and they play really good teams and friendlies in front of crowds. Mm-hmm. That, for me, is better preparation than closed doors games against Brentford. Come on now. We got to bring Brentford up? Well, no, I'm saying uh, a friendly against Dortmund at Soldier Field in front of a lot of people yeah. is a better warm up than than that or or Liverpool against um, like Accrington Stanley or some shit okay but yeah but yeah I, but I mean, like it's almost like a restart <laughs> my point being my point being that here over the over the past several years when they've restarted competition in the Premier League specifically in the month of August cuz that's the month they usually start the home team has won only 39% of the games, whereas normally they win 46%. And it's actually similar in other leagues too. La Liga, 44% August, 49% in the other months. Again, these percentages are amount of times the team wins So first at month? Home. Yeah. So the winning percentage in the first month is usually lower than the rest of the season. Why do you think that is? That's a good, very good question. So I'm wondering... I mean, especially with no fans, will a stock in the home win be the lowest it's ever been? See, I think that's field recognition. That sounds really stupid. Oh, field recognition is a good point. But the more you play somewhere, it just feels you, – you feel more comfortable there. And they have different dimensions in some fields. Yeah, different dimensions. I mean, how far away the crowd is to the to the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they're, they're always, like, young players breaking into the team, new transfers playing. So it's like – Sure, it's a home game. It sure it's your first or second home game, but it's still not a familiar field for you. Or like, 
a place you're not used to playing. Or also, as you were saying, with new teams, they haven't gelled yet sometimes, and they have some issues. And yeah, that could, yeah. It's, it evens the playing field. I could see that. So, yeah. So, I guess we'll see. Maybe this isn't typical. We'll try to keep an eye out on that. Uh, so, we've discussed who we think our top four will be or who will make Champions League. Let's say that you guys tell us, listeners, who do you think will be in Champions League? I, I realize you'll be responding as the first set of matches go, and these will be as unpredictable as ever, ever. But let us know what you think, top four or your four Champions League qualifiers, if you believe Manchester City will get the ban. Uh, let's talk about relegation. Okay, yeah. Fun topic. We've kind of spitballed who we think will get relegated and just kind of discussed it. But now let's sort of look at the table. Um, I really consider five teams in danger right now. Brighton's got 29 points, West Ham 27, Watford 27, and then you got the bottom three. Bournemouth 27, Villa 25, Norwich 21. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you have three that stand out to you? Can we agree Norwich is gone? Yeah. Norwich on 21 points in 29 matches, and then we both agree they're finished. Now my question is, who are your other two? Bournemouth and Watford. And why? Bournemouth and Watford. Bournemouth because they're a two-man wrecking crew, mm-hmm. and that wrecking crew ain't going to last. Watford because... Wait, who are the two men? Who are the two guys? Wilson and Wilson. How about King? How Bur- about Frazier? They're not doing it this season. <laughs> Yeah, but they might. I mean, they might come back reinvigorated. Um, <laughs> okay, so you got Bournemouth. That's fine, and then you got Watford. Yeah, just because their chemistry seems a bit off, and Troy Deeney is always getting in trouble and shit. So, okay. and I can't see West Ham getting sent down unless they keep playing Mark Noble, which you know. <laughs> I don't know. It could be anyone, but I hope it's not Villa. Put it that way. Okay, I'm gonna go with Brighton. As, my, as one of my teams. Even though they're up there at 29 points right now, they still have to play Liverpool. They still have to play Manchester City. They still have to play Manchester United and Leicester and Arsenal. So that's five games, honestly. They might get something against Arsenal at home. But those other four teams, I see no way they get a point even. I'm and looking I, at their team, and they're so bad. So I think Brighton's my choice. Bright, I got Brighton, Norwich, and you're not going to like this. I'm between Astonville and Bournemouth. Bournemouth, because how many times... Can they escape relegation? Is Villa still their coach? Yeah. But he's done it with no funds. Aston Villa, and you're not going to, I know you don't like that, but they have just such a tough schedule down the stretch. And really, it's just, it's all dictated by Jack Grealish. It is. So, you know. Well, Tyrone Mings is good too, but I mean, it's, they're just really struggling to find hope. Would you agree that this relegation race is probably the most intriguing? I mean, it's not intriguing to watch it's sucky ca- teams play, but isn't that the most intriguing think, bit going I, on? I think um, 20th and 19th will be solidified, but mm-hmm. I think the last week will dictate that third team that gets relegated. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think this will be this will be one to watch down the line. And with the way Premier League has spread out the fixtures, which we discussed in the last episode, I think it's worth checking out each each match. They're going to be at their own time slots, and something will be on the line in almost every match. I think so. so Southampton's clear. Um, I think they are what thirty-four points in twenty. So that's matches. the line. Brighton and down. I, that's what I. That's who what do I you say. want to see get relegated? Now that's yeah, that's different than who you think. I guess so. Norwich, I think yeah, fuck them. They're they're gone. They're boring. Um, ah, I'm sorry, Elton John. I guess Watford. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I guess Bournemouth. I feel bad, mate. The mural, the power of the mural, and Eddie Howe. He do you think Eddie Howe moves if they get relegated? I sure hope so, but I don't think so. Like, where would he go? 
He seems like a guy that's like an all Bournemouth guy, which yeah, is unfortunate. But, I mean, eventually, at some point, you're gonna. I mean, he's got to make some sort of a jump if he's as good as people say he is. I don't. But see, some people don't need that. That you know that approval. Do you think he'll have to go abroad to get a better chance? No. 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 He's too English to be good in foreign. Some people do it though. Like who's been, who's done it? That's been good. Don't I could. I could. Neville. There's been. Well, they sucked when they. That's what I'm saying. Sucked. Like it's a whole different style. It's a whole different culture, language. Language can be someone, a problem. There was someone like your that boy. Went. Your boy struggled because of language, and he what? wasn't even that bad. I mean. But I'm saying that's probably how people that speak English sound. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, we'll see with Eddie Howe. I mean, let let me ask, let's ask the listeners. Will Eddie Howe forever be at Bournemouth? Is he going to die a Bournemouth manager? It's sad, but I think he will. Is he going to do the Manuel Pellegrini at Bournemouth? Well, who do you, so you said you want Norwich, Bournemouth, and who? Um... Maybe Brighton. I feel. I mean, I hate to do this to my boy, but he needs to leave Brighton. Jahanbash. Brighton. I mean, do you think they're fun? You like so watching? You, wanna, Lu- you, keep you like Wat- watching Lewis Dunk every week? So you want to keep? You want to keep Watford? No, no, no. Watford, Norwich, and Brighton. I'm oh, keeping Bournemouth. I want to get rid of Bournemouth. That's not a problem. Oh, wait, did, oh I did say I want to get rid of. Bournemouth. No, I said I felt bad. The mural, me. Well, dude, that's not a Premier League side. Budget wise. Uh, Stadium-wise, everything-wise, that's not a Premier League team. They need out. Bournemouth belongs in like League One. Norwich should be sent down. And I'm between. Should go on the greener pastures. I'm. Yeah, I'm between Brighton and Watford. Okay. Who I want to see get relegated. Mate, Elton John or Lewis Dunk? Who do you want to piss off more? I think I'd rather see Watford get sent down. Okay. Fair enough. They're just. They seem a little more tin pot than Brighton. All right. Well, we'll move on to... Brighton Stadium looks pretty cool. That's true. And, and they have a mini rivalry with Southampton. And, and their city's pretty nice. All right. So, we'll, we'll, so. We'll, we'll, you'll save them. I don't know if I will. But let's go to the Golden Boot. The last little mini preview bit we got going. Here, I'll show you nice and clear. Here's the table. In terms of the Golden Boot, Jamie Vardy leads the way, if we forgot. 19 goals. Aubameyang has 17. Salah Aguero, 16. And Ings. 15. Then you got a slew of people at 14. Mane and Rashford at 14. I'll cut it off there. Because I think six goals, as much as we might like Raul, Tammy Abraham, and Dominic Calvert, we six is too much to make up, I think, in, in eight, nine games, ten games. Right. So who you got out of that bunch of five or six people? So I have a theory behind all this. So Aguero, um, he's three goals behind. Yes. And sometimes Gabby Jesus plays... So I don't think he's going to pass Vardy in that sense. Okay. Salah, there's also, you know, he's a very, you know, strong possibility, but goals coming from elsewhere is a thing too. You think I do like, they kill each other a bit there. Yeah, and, and sometimes Firmino mm-hmm. or the fullbacks. Um, Aubameyang, I would say yes, but I think Arsenal's production this year as far as goals scored is not the greatest. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of times, you could correct me wrong, I'll see them, they score, like, one, two goals max. And, you know, it could come from anyone. So, I think Vardy is a safe bet because they're scoring a lot this season. Mm-hmm. And he's their lone striker, I believe. And he's got some good playmakers behind him. So, I think Vardy's going to win it this year. You don't think Danny Ings can catch him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Your boy Danny no, Ings? No. 
that's my theory behind all of it. Not saying Jamie Vardy is the best out of them, but I think with the lead he has now and the team he's got, I think he'll win it. I think it's difficult to tell because of um, how packed this fixture list is, and you're right that Pep will change it up. As you'll see in the fantasy corner, I will say stay away from City players because Pep loves to change the lineup up. And if you're playing three games in 15 days, maybe, yeah, it's it's not going to well, be the same. Well, his um, and a guy like Aguero, yeah, Shit. but but later they need to in cancel August, it. I think. I think it'll happen. I later, think they're though. so naive. You I mean, gotta watch out for coronavirus. I cancel it. I think it'll happen later. They need to cancel it. You want it canceled because you want to be the defending champs again. Let's cancel Champions so, League. So let's go back to the goal scorers. I'm gonna say this though. I feel like Aguero just randomly gets hat tricks. It's gonna be between him and Vardy. And I I think Aguero wins it. I think he's gonna come back. He's three goals behind. I know that's a lot, but just something about him. There's no way, dude. I, I hope think he you're doesn't. doing that. I hope just it's Aubameyang. Like, huh? You're doing that for like theatrics. There's no way you actually believe that. No, I really do. Because here's you the other thing. You put your money on it? Here's the other thing. The reason he's behind it, he's so good, but he's injured a lot. But here he is. He's fresh now. He's back. He usually kicks off the season really well. I, I like his chances. I'm taking Aguero. You got Vardy. I got Aguero. People listening, who you got? Give us your golden boot winner, too. It's a very interactive show. So All right. let's see what happens. All right, now that we've gotten the mini Why preview, aren't you going with the bombing? Your boy. What's the, what's going on there? Mm, um, I like him, and I think he'll finish up there. Uh, I think the issue is, yeah, we haven't scored enough goals. There isn't enough service to him. And uh, and with the packed schedule, I can see Arteta giving him a break every once in a while. Maybe um, Martinelli plays on the wing for him or, you know, and the Katia comes in. Like, he talked about playing the kids a lot, actually, in a recent interview. So I just think, and I think also they're working on a contract with him, extension, and that kind of stuff. I think it always kind of distracts the player a little bit. And I don't think he's going to be in top form. I'd lo- If he gets it signed, if they sign him on, yeah, maybe. But I, I see it dragging, and I see it affecting a lot of things. So... Like, I don't think – maybe if he hasn't signed by the end, maybe they won't play him very much. Here's a question. Like, if he signed with another team. Here's something. Do you agree with Arsene Wenger with what he said about Alexis Sanchez? What did he say? When someone asked him what the difference is with Alexis Sanchez with Arsenal and Manchester United, he said the difference is Mesut Ozil. Are you serious? <laughs> Do you agree with that? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Maybe. Because they played well together. You know how certain players have chemistry, right? Yeah. And 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 because they get each other, he might be right because those two really played well off each other. We were really good when they when they both played offensively. So actually, yeah, now that you mention it, I do agree. A lot of the balls were his service. And a lot of the reason that Ozil struggled, who's who's the guy that's that's running in for him? Um Aubameyang is a good runner from from the striker position, but I think Ozil needs a, a runner from the wing. You know, he needs a wing runner. So maybe that could be the case. That's a I didn't know about that. When did that come out? Oh, uh, I saw it somewhere. I, I forgot the quote. So all these baseball players are saying, "Tell us when and where they yeah, want to play." They want to play baseball. Apparently, although they want to play more games, the owners want less because the the players want more of a salary, higher prorated salary. And the owners, knowing they don't have fans, fans at the game, just want a shortened season. Like, short. 
but they want to get it done. So the players still want to play that as many games as they normally would. Yeah, well, not not as many because they can't do that now. But yeah, like high numbers to the point where they get paid normal contracts, prorated. So basically, see, no matter what, they're going to get paid. Like, let's say they play eighty-one games. That's mm-hmm. not possible at this point. I know. I think it's now down between like seven, like fifty and seventy-nine or something. That you know what? That would make baseball exciting. I agree. Actually, I had this conversation with Kim the other day. I was like. Each now game every game matters. Yeah, that's true. Like they said in the All-Star game, it now matters. Um, <laughs> but I'll say this. So they would make, say they played 81 games, they'd get 50% of their salary for the year. But So they want as much money as possible. The owners, I, who knows what's going to happen. It's, baseball is the only sport that is on the verge of not happening. We'll come back, actually. There's a little baseball talk later. Interesting comment and quotes. But let's move on to some... Uh, Musings, right? Let's see. Let's talk a little bit about what's happened. Uh, congratulations to Bayern Munich. They've won again. They yep, won eight, Bundesliga. Eight straight. Eight straight, and they've now won Bundesliga 29 times. The other teams combined have won 28. <laughs> so there's a fun fact about them. Any comments on that before we move on? Just quick musings. No, that's good, good on Bayern. I like Bayern a lot, so it's cool. What are your thoughts on cardboard cutouts at matches? Villarreal filled their stadium recently with cardboard cutouts. I think I saw that. What are your th- What are your thoughts? I don't know. And, and I guess this goes along the lines of like, do you like a game with crowd noise that's like injected into it when you're watching on TV? I'm gonna go with yes. I do personally. But it makes you feel like you're actually. I don't know. Um, I mean, you, you can for see us it. for people watching. Yeah, for, on TV. Yeah, might as well. It doesn't make a difference for me. Well, because. You could see in some stadiums, you can't even really see the fans. Like, it's usually the advertising boarding, and you see, like, two rows of fans. Yeah. So if you have the the noise, I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. All right, here's a fun question. As a player, that would be kind of annoying, but yeah. What, so, what... I want it without crowd noises, because I want to hear the players. Okay. And I think they... I mean, so you don't want people to inject noise if you're playing in I the prefer not, no. So you just want it to be, like, a... Television production. Yeah. Do you, you don't want fake noises happening like when the other team does something and there's booing or something? No, I think it's funny, but I, I think it's more interesting when... Uh, Even with all this technology. What do you mean? No, I, I just like... I think it'd be cool as like... Just to see how they communicate. But but then like... It's a let's big say, part of what let's people say don't you see. scored. Let's say you scored. Would you, yeah, yeah. Or do you want to hear like injected crowd noise when you score a goal? I mean, I want to hear the yeah, yeah. From your, well. t- from your teammates? Yeah, the, rather than fake noises. All right. That shit's enough. not really happening. What do you guys think about noises? Let's let us know. I mean, bro, if you go play pickup and you – or like you play your game at, in uh, Northside yeah, Chicago. Right. When you score, what do you hear? You, 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 I don't, mean, yeah. you don't hear injected crowd noises, but you still get pumped. Yeah, of course you get pumped, but I'm sure you get pumped more with injected crowd noises. <laughs> That's, Can you imagine? That's bananas. Now, go back to the go back to that pickup game you're playing, and imagine scoring, and then all of a sudden you hear like a big <laughs> roar. That would no for me. I I would just want my teammates to be around me. The crowd doesn't matter to me. You wait until they do that one time to you, and you'll see how you feel about it. Once you play in front of fans and you hear them, I'm sure the injected crowd noise exactly. is gonna be shit. Well, all right, we'll see how we'll see how that plays out. I guess. <laughs> You go, so you like so as a player you'd like the injected. I mean, I would and you know, know how frustrating it is. Imagine, but. imagine trying to communicate with the player, trying to yell something, and you can't because no. of a fucking 
fake audience. No, no, can't. take that out. I mean, when you score a goal, what if it's just quiet? And then when you score a goal, all of a sudden they play crowd. That'd be too much. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, you don't. What, what you don't want to hear? Like your your. What if they turn the volume down so you can still hear your teammate, but you hear like little chanting in the background. <laughs> So it's at the perfect volume where you can communicate with all of your teammates. Like, for instance, I'm watching the Arsenal. There's still you know? a super Bayern chin going on in the back. Yeah, background. right. Yeah. Like on low volume. I just think that's weird. Like ambient noise. I wouldn't mind it as a player then. No, but I mean, I would just. It's just goofy. But but if you're used to it, like we're peak creatures of habit, right? I mean, so but they train without. Does that make you comfortable? They train without. They yeah, train they four days of the week without that. But they play with it, so that when they play in that stadium, they're used to that. And now they're like, "Well, it's gone. We've got no fans." <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to spark debate here. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be wild though. So it's, you're it's a big you're a big uh, fan guy or. What is it? I guess. What do you like, call it? Would it? Be blaring what do you call noise, it? but it'd be nice to like hear fake like fans. Chants. You like fake fans? I don't. I don't know about cardboard cutouts. Maybe, maybe you should have chosen Man City as a team. Just no, shut up. <laughs> Just keep it empty. Like, don't put cardboard cutouts. So that's weird. That's really weird. Can you imagine? Like, you know, it'd be really funny Big. if a dude scores a goal and just starts celebrating with the cardboard cutouts. <laughs> That'd be seeds. I think the 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 team that did it the best. I forgot what team it was. The I think it was only for television. No, that was Seoul. Yeah. No, the team that. Through the TV, they showed the Super Nintendo crowd. Oh, uh, it was another Spanish team, wasn't it? <laughs> that was that it? gets an A plus for me. That was good. That was good. Well, I know, and I think Tottenham's doing like a virtual wall or something. I don't know. It's Tottenham, so I'll make fun of them. But virtual, I guess we'll see it. Anyway, um, let's go. Let's go on other musings. I guess on the same note, Premier League stuff. Yeah. Marcus Rashford um, has done a couple of humanitarian things. And I'll, I'll list him in a second. Your club, Liverpool, rivals of Manchester United, wrote nice things about him, actually. I don't I don't have that with me right now, but I swear if you go to Twitter, mm-hmm. they did. Um, what are your thoughts on Marcus Rashford uh, as being a humanitarian? So let me just say what he's done in the lockdown. He's learned sign language to judge a poetry competition at a deaf school. This is real. He launched a campaign to help the homeless. He started a charity that has raised $20 million and helped feed 2.8 million kids. And he forced Boris Johnson to U-turn, this was today, and commit $120 million to free school meals. It's amazing, I think. I think All uh, of this in the lockdown, probably more than any other politician has done in this time. It's good, but like, I don't know, man. Like, just chill out. Who? Yeah. Marcus, why? This is, I mean, he found something. He's doing he's good lockdown. stuff. Get a girlfriend. Have, spend time with the girlfriend. Like, you know, like play FIFA. But like, isn't enjoy it life. more impactful to help feed 1.3 million children <laughs> okay. over the summer? Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, no, I think he's really, I think he's an amazing guy. <laughs> like I've heard a Tottenham fan uh, say that I hope we win 4-3 and he gets a hat trick. So you wouldn't go that far. You just would say, hey, okay. good on you, okay. but I'm not going to Fans that do that. Okay, <laughs> so this reminds me of back when Albert Pujols played against the Cardinals and got a standing O after he smacked the ball out of the ballpark on mm-hmm. them. That is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Never, ever root against your team. Ever. Okay. Yeah, oh, I agree. Then you're just like, where did you see that? On on Twitter? Uh, which one? That what you saw, what you said. Right now? Or did you see it on like, Facebook comments? No, that was on Twitter. It was a it was a marked account, yeah. I mean, it was talk sport. 
No, 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 no. The Tottenham. Oh, no. That was someone on Facebook that we know. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> Why not? Why don't you? They're not listening. Uh, it's, it's they're right. probably not listening. No, it's just a stupid thing to say, in my opinion. Fair People, enough. I mean, you may agree with them. I think. No, well, I don't. I don't. I, at the end of the day, I, I think you can give credit to someone without hoping they do well in sports. Yeah, I think. Like, hey, that's a cool guy, but you know what? When we play, I'm not going to root for you to score three goals on my team. It's like, or it's like if Colin Kaepernick came back in the league and played against the Bears. Right. I hope he throws thirty interceptions. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead and do well in your other games, but just I don't. You're Keep not doing gonna... your thing off the field. But if you're playing the Bears, I I hope Khalil Mack pile drives you into a safety. I agree. But I agree. Well, but and and my end point is Marcus Rashford, amazing person. Mm-hmm. Just like have a little fun though. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, have a little fun. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. That I don't agree. Hold on. I said I agree. That's a hot take. Boneless. No. Man, do your thing. Whatever makes you happy, Bro, have sex parties. Go hang out with your friends. He could still have sex parties and do what he did. (laughs) No, he can't. But he has. How do you know he's at sex parties? You could learn sign language by day and fuck by night, mate. I don't (laughs) know, man. This man's going to deaf schools, lad. Maybe he he used those skills to pick up. that's good, yeah. Maybe he used those skills to pick up someone. He's like, look, I know sign language. No, cats. You know what? I guess I'm just uh, I'm more of a Ronaldinho guy. Fair enough. I so I came across this while I read my next quote. We're gonna have to replace this guy with one of the nonces. So, <laughs> <laughs> mate, can I put him in place of Irving Lozano? Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what he did. Here, just read this little bit here. Um, so, uh, so, so as we move on. <laughs> As we move on, I do want an opinion from you and some of the other <laughs> listeners. Um, Who gets it, the teammate or him? Oh, mate. It's definitely him because he, he claimed it. This I thought a teammate claimed, claimed it. it. The teammate says that he told us this. It's it's definitely this lad. I'm going to put him in there. Sorry. I, I got to make a really quick fix. Don't do mushrooms at home at high doses by Can yourself. Take this guy out, right? Yeah. Okay. So as as we transition, I got an important question for you, and, I, and I'm gonna you know let you talk away on this because Alexi Lawless brought this up on Twitter. All right, Alexi Lawless thinks that an MLS team can survive, not only survive, but they can thrive in EPL. Can an MLS okay. team survive? MLS team in EPL. Well, can think- any MLS team survive, and then much less thrive? I think. I think the likes of, like, the best teams. Um, so, like, I'm just going to take last year into consideration because we haven't really played any games this year. Right. You so mean you, in terms of MLS? Yeah. If yeah. you put, like, LAFC. Your new boys. If you put LAFC there. Atlanta. I think they could have stayed up, possibly. Just stayed up. So, like, 1 through 20, where would they finish? No. Every team, your goal would be to stay up. Of course. No, yeah. I think only, like, 2 or 3 would have a chance. Okay, LAFC. LAFC. Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, sure. Um, I don't know who's going to be. I don't really watch it. Seattle. Are they that good? They have been in the past. I mean, didn't another team run run right? So, who do you think the best one is last year? You think LAFC's the. I bet we had this discussion (laughs) and we fucking didn't remember the answer. (laughs) It was Atlanta, right? Uh, (laughs) Seattle. Who won MLS Cup in 2019? 
The sound is FCH yeah, yeah. Toronto FC. Oh, so then put Toronto as the third team. LA, Toronto, and Seattle. 2019. Shout out Jeff Paris. Um, low, low. Okay, so who do you think the best team is? You're going with Seattle? Yeah. Are you going with LAFC? Whatever. Whoever the best team is in the Emma, in the Premier League table, where do they finish? 17. So you think they barely make it out? I mean, that's really pushing it. I don't know. I don't know where they finish. I don't think any team thrives. Let's be real, dude. Okay, I agree with that. But I think that the best team can finish like 12th. You don't think so? No. Okay. What do you guys think? Everyone let us know. Take the best MLS team. First name who you think the best MLS teams. If you don't know, then that's fine. Where would they finish 1 through 20 in the Premier League? Just because... Would Stoke City run MLS? Stoke is not in the Premier League. Correct. Would a championship team run MLS? Stoke City. No. Not no. Stoke. Because someone else Stoke commented... Stoke isn't even good in the championship. Someone else commented to Alexi Lawless saying that Stoke could run the MLS. Possibility. You don't want to know why? Because mm-hmm. the style of play... Style of play? Is totally different and not yeah, oh, what sure. these MLS players are used to. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think they most likely get run down. Even the best ones. It's a more aggressive, faster style of play. It'd be it. It just be really interesting. See, we're never gonna know. Atlanta Atlanta plays a pretty fast style of play. They do because of their turf. Yeah, for sure. They have to. They they're the GM adapted the team to the to the surface, and yeah, they're really good. I'm a big turf guy too. I like playing on turf. Yeah. All right. So let us know, guys. What do you think? MLS EPL. Do How like would they for natural grass? Um, short grass. So perfect. So you, that's like Arsenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then if it's long grass, I'd rather have turf because then you could like still play fast. I, I'd rather. I, I don't like the long grass, which yeah. is what Burnley does because <laughs> they're nonces. Um, all right. Almost the end here. Got a, got a couple more things. Um, here's an interesting one. Now we're gonna get a little out of the realm of of soccer. Okay. Um, this week you watched the Sosa McGuire thing. I haven't seen it yet. You saw it? Yeah. Many of you know. So these documentaries are coming out. I think I focused too much on Mark McGuire. Really? Okay. I, I, I haven't seen it yet. So yeah. I'm just saying, uh, LeBron James weighed in. Did you see it? No. He said that Ken Griffey Jr. is the GOAT. What are your thoughts and who, which steroids player are so you taking? He, Ken Griffey didn't use steroids. That's why he said that. You think so? Bro, no one, no one, okay, if you say steroids didn't matter, no one's picking Griffey over Bonds. If, Straight up. So who are you taking in that era? So, and me, considering cheating, James? considering cheating and everything, my personal GOAT is Mike Trout. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> a very good shout. So Mike Trout first, second Barry Bonds. Okay, even though he definitely cheated. I don't. I don't think steroids is cheating. Okay. Okay. Especially in that era, no. Every sport, people. It's just steroids. like the cycle. Look at Gareth Bale. Did you see Lance? I, 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 I. Did you watch Lance? No. Pretty much everyone there was doing it too. They were all doping. So here's the thing. Um, you just you know when the tests are coming, so you cycle around it. Same thing with these guys that smoke weed in the NFL. Except some are just really stupid and get caught multiple times. So my question it's is... It's all about timing. Most of the athletes you see are on illegal performance enhancements. 
How can you compare? Look that? at Gareth Bale. Look at Gareth Bale's body. Yeah, no, I mean, that's true. But, then, but okay, so let's go with steroids era, and then let's say a little after it cleaned up a bit. Can you can, can you say it cleaned up a little bit? Yeah, I think fear fear rubbed off on a lot. Yeah. So how can you compare a player from that era versus a another era? Is it possible? Is what LeBron James did impossible? But what did LeBron James do? Come, he called Griffey the goat. But how can you compare a steroid era player? Versus, say, a non-steroid era player. Well, because non-steroid era player, players can use steroids as well. They can. Just because they're not in a quote-unquote era. I agree. But, like, again, we That's don't know. That's just an era where they got who, exposed. Yeah, I agree. And then, again, we don't know who uses it and who doesn't. I, I think, like... So, how can we judge people unless they've been... They, you still have to make contact with the ball. You still have to oh, work absolutely. out. Steroids are, aren't... I would never recommend Performance them. Performance enhancing. But I think... The older you get, and I'm not saying they're good, right. you, you know more people that take them and whatnot, and they're safe. there are safer ways of taking it. Never would advocate anyone to take it. But, like, from what I understand about steroids, you take them, but you still have to put in a hell of a lot of yeah. work. And as a baseball player, you still have to make contact with the ball, anticipate what pitch is coming. There's still a lot of aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Look yes. at Melky Cabrera. He took steroids. He's not the best, you know? Well, no, I agree. Yeah, that's, I mean, Steroids not. are just something that, there There's supplements that help you. It's just one of those things that helps you when you lift but, and work But out. you also have to agree their numbers went up, some of them. Like, look at Brady Anderson. Brady Anderson, if you look at his numbers. I hate to tell you this. I have no idea who Brady Anderson is. Okay, well, do me a favor. Who's Brady Anderson? Do me a favor. He probably <laughs> played when you were young. Do me a favor and look up Brady Anderson's what stats. Team? Baltimore Orioles. He had the sideburns. Go look up Brady oh, Anderson's stats, and and he was a player like you said, made good contact, wasn't a home run hitter, good contact hitter. Then all of a sudden he hit like bajillion home runs over the course of like three, four. I don't know what it was. And then when they started monitoring, the home runs went down again. Now I agree with you, you still have a lot to do. You have to make contact with the ball, but it does help you get that little oomph. And then, then. You get that you get that little more advantage over the other players and get more money out of it. Which which is I mean, I guess it's fine if you could navigate. If the I was a baseball player in the steroid era, I would one hundred percent use steroids. You're Robert Manfred. The commissioner, by the way. That's the commissioner. Okay. Would you allow steroids right now? And just let him have a fucking free for all. No, you can't because it's not healthy. Cause no one uses them like there's no really right way of using steroids, but But so you want to Reward players that can get around it, the system. What do you mean reward them? So what I'm saying is yeah. you're saying go ahead and use them, but you don't want to like make them legal to use. Yeah, it's like the NFL with painkillers. Okay. It's like UFC with steroids. It's like So then why not just be transparent then and say, you know what, so if you want to use it, po- use it, but at your own risk. All right, so if you want to completely shun saying. these steroid players. I'm not shunning them. I'm just saying no, if you no, want to no. open this it up. This is for Rob Man- Manfred. Yeah. Is he the guy who's in charge of banning people and can- canceling them? He's the commissioner. Okay. Here's my I, I think there's him. another guy in charge of that. But. Well, who's in charge of canceling people in MLB? Um, some de- deputy. <laughs> I mean, I'll look it up. So but. here's what I'm saying with the MLB culture. I have a problem with you trying to ban people, cancel them from the Hall of Fame and shit for steroids. But the Houston Astros are still allowed to keep their World Series championship. Because I think... That is cheating. Okay. To me, what the Houston Astros did was cheating 
What the steroid players did was not. Okay. I don't care how you classify it, but that is blatant cheating what the Astros did. Right. What those players did individually when they took steroids was to get stronger. Okay. Would you agree that what the Astros did created an unfair playing field? Some extent, because most, I guess, ninety percent of teams did it as well. Okay, so if that's the case, then to that ten percent, maybe. And you're saying that, ni- and okay, so you're saying ninety percent of the teams are doing what the Astros did. Probably, yeah. Okay, and if ninety percent of people doing steroids, like what Barry Bonds did or whatever, the reason why I don't like the Astros okay. is how they handled it. They handled it poorly. If you get caught with steroids, you come out with your hands raised high but like Alex Rodriguez did. did. Right, he did. There are some that have not, though. There are some that to this day say they did not do it. But, and maybe it hasn't been proven. Maybe they didn't. So how do you know? That's the real question. So you're saying – so what's your what's your opinion on this? Uh, steroid users? No, I, I just don't Who's know. Who's your goat? A, my goat? <sighs> you asked me that. Well, I was just wondering. I was just asking if you agree with LeBron James. I like Griffey, but I, I don't. Yeah, you could say I don't Griffey. agree with LeBron James. He just had that natural swing that was unfair. And like I just don't think he's the greatest of all time. <sighs> greatest of all time, it's difficult. it's difficult. LeBron probably said that around today because of the whole Black Lives Matters thing, and because Ken Griffey is is Af- is black. Okay. I mean, if there was an Iranian in there, I'd probably say him because he's Iranian. Like <laughs> you, Darvish. You Darvish is, he is half Iranian. People. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you know what I mean. Like it's just like you're more bound to say someone like that that you can right. relate to, or or if like it, if it was a team that you rooted for, right? Oh, you're gonna I'd be like biased to a little bit, whether yeah, it's no, race, or team, or of whatever. Of course, absolutely. I want to hear other people's. So opinions. who's your go? You never answered. <laughs> this damn noise always comes on. Who's your go? Ah, uh, give me a top three then, if you're really struggling. Base? I'm, well, I'm struggling because I don't really know. I mean, baseball. You know, I'm not a big baseball guy. I just kind of... I'm not either. You're more of a baseball guy than me. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think Mike so Trout can be top. He's really good. Yeah. I think his speed and strength and fielding is... See, I'm trying to avoid picking the same number, same guy you did, though. No, you don't have to. Because you actually him, you, feel... Well, yeah. I mean, but greatest of all time. There are a lot of players I haven't seen, so I had to have seen them. Right? I guess. And do pitchers count? Or does it have to be a bad Yeah, one? pitchers count, of course. Okay. I mean, I don't know. The big unit, mate. Randy Johnson was really good when I watched. Randy Johnson is up there, lad. The reason why I wouldn't put a pitcher is because they don't play every game. Yeah. A player, in my opinion. And I know Randy Johnson wasn't even the best pitcher of all time. Just from what I watched, though. I mean, this guy was impossible to hit. Trying to think of who could be a better pitcher than Randy Johnson. Pedro Martinez was really good when he was on. When he was on fire, Pedro Martinez was really good. I'm trying to think of another good pitcher. There are a ton. Yeah, I can't think of it. Chris Sale went on his last season with the White Sox was unhittable. Yeah. Not that he's the GOAT, but I mean, you know, they have their flat, they have their seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when the when the Diamondbacks had Schilling and, and but Johnson, Bonds, they were good. Bonds, Trout, those guys were consistent. Yeah. Really good. Alex Rodriguez was really good. Derek Jeter. I think Derek Jeter's all over it. Well, you think he gets credit because he played with one team? I don't know. He just he doesn't come to my mind. All right. Well, we've been talking a lot about well, baseball. Well, you never, you never so answered, will, you mother. I did. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I don't know who it is. That's poor. got to move on. That's it's base, poor. It's baseball That's talk. That's shocking. 
Well, because I didn't think I'm asking the Man, questions. Make an opinion. Have an opinion. Say no, something. I have one. I just can't like legit right now. If you want me to answer later when I think about it, I can't think of anyone right now. Right. You're asking me at two in the morning. I bet you whoever's listening right now. I don't care. Is probably screaming who they think is. That's great. Yeah, they should. They should tell us who they think. Let us know. And we'll start a baseball podcast one day. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I don't... Well, that's a good transition. SpongeBob <laughs> is officially gay. Did you, did you know it or not? Nickelodeon announced this. So, first of all... I know before Nickelodeon announced it, no. Yeah, you didn't think he might have been? No. I don't know. I had feelings. I thought, didn't he have a thing with a girl, with, you know, a girl or something like that? No. That squirrel. Sandy. Yeah. I don't think he had a thing with her, though, did he? So do you think he's, yeah, he's a Patrick guy, then? What made you think he was gay? His dress, how he dressed? Oh, no. He had a, he had a nice little attire going. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of rainbows going on around him, though. All imagination. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. What other cartoon characters have come across you? As gay characters. You answer this first, I have to think. Peter I'm Pan. A, Peter Pan? Peter Pan comes off a bit Nazi. Peter Pan's just young, though. That's the problem. Like, he's <laughs> a bit Nazi. I mean, how is he a Nazi? He's a child. He doesn't look like one. But he is. He's much older than the kids he led. He's a child clouds. because he's been in Neverland. He's lasted that long as a child. It gives Michael Jackson vibes, mate. Oh, my God. You what about you? Um, Bert and Ernie. They, they they were maybe one of oh, the first <laughs> Sesame Street. Oh wow! Right? I I didn't watch Sesame Street. So do you, have you heard of them? Do you see yeah, them? yeah, I've seen them. But maybe Barney. But is Barney a guy? But I think so. Barney's a guy's name. <laughs> well, he was a purple dinosaur. He died. His character oh, does. I don't know. Caitlin said Barney died. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, stitching out Barney. Wow, we're losing him. Let us know. Is anyone um, shocked at this? Teletubbies are kind of gay. That's true. <laughs> so do you think it was... So it's I'm wild. Mike Wilson for the Teletubbies. But, but yeah, they do this uh, during this month, so I don't but know. But my point, but at the end of the day, do I think it was necessary? Do I have a problem with it? No. No, absolutely not. Do I not. think it was necessary for them to say this? No. Right. Okay. Well, maybe they. Well, they're doing it during this month, so maybe they're trying to raise so, awareness. Here, but the question is, when do you draw the line? Like, that's there's a, a line. line to be that drawn. is a line. But like, do kids know when they're that young? Like, that's I'm what saying they are? you shouldn't be gay. You shouldn't say he's straight. These ki- the kids that watch it are so young. Why, why does his sexuality matter? I, I mean, now no. when I watch SpongeBob with my kid in a couple of years, I'm like, well, I know SpongeBob. In a couple gay. years, are you? Is there something I should know, mate? Why, fuck, man. Well, so my cool. But but if they don't have a character that does that, what if there's a child out there that is, but just is like, you know what? There are no none of my cartoon character friends are are <laughs> okay. gay, so I can't do it. I don't know one motherfucker that's gonna come up because SpongeBob SquarePants came out as gay. Mate, it can, there can be. I don't know who's there. sitting in the room right now. I'm like, man, SpongeBob came out, so now is well, my time. That's because you're. I mean, you're 25 right now. Say there's a child. And I don't even know when the process starts. I, I mean, yeah, maybe it's ignorant on my end, but maybe this child is like, they want to, I don't right. know. That's fine, but I'm but saying also, now when I watch Spongebob with my child, I'm like, wow, Spongebob is gay. It's always going to be the back of my head. Not that I have a problem with it, it's just there. Bert and Ernie were pretty cool too, though. <laughs> they slept next to each other, so I don't know. <laughs> so I, I didn't one of them sleep in a trash can? No, that's Oscar, mate. Oscar the Grouch. 
I, I just remember hearing about it. I was like, how did I not know that? That's wild. They're, what? No. Bert and Ernie. They're not gay. Yeah, they are. They sleep in a bed together, mate. <laughs> so what? Siblings sleep in beds together sometimes. They're forced to. Oops. That's my phone. They're forced to sometimes. Are Bert and Ernie gay? I found this on the web. He wrote them as a loving couple. Mark Saltzman, the iconic Muppets writer. Yeah, they are. They're a gay couple. See? It's just that they couldn't come out until recently, I suppose. So all these cartoons are coming out as gay? I mean, just these guys. Not all of them. I don't know, man. SpongeBob was kind of a low blow. And at what age... Why is... <laughs> and at what age do children know? I was... I binged the fuck out of SpongeBob. Um... I don't know. Do, do, what age do they know they're gay? Yeah. Why are you asking me that? I don't fucking know. Well, I'm just trying to figure out the answer. <laughs> when did you realize you were straight? Uh, when? Oh, how old? <clears throat> Mate, I was at a very young age. I mean, yeah. I, I, so you think kids know when they're that? That that, that I knew I was straight kids. like 10, 11. Well, that's what I'm saying. Then kids probably know when they're that young. Ten. Maybe you're Bro, just I'm just saying when I saw Carmen straight. when I saw Carmen Electra for the first time. Mm-hmm. Jesus, that did it for you. No, but also like when you're in school, did you ever have a crush in like first grade? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, kindergarten, first. So grade-ish. that's when you know, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess, but that could be an infatuate. I guess. Yeah. But people can change. I don't know. I don't know. You probably shouldn't be asking that. I mean, we're two straight guys. We probably don't know. Yeah, we can't answer. It. All right, let's <laughs> move on. We're we're bringing back. Segments. It's the return of predictions. So uh, we put out a tweet to you guys. So many of you put your predictions in. Where we last left off, I gotta go all the way back to week twenty-nine. Uh, the current standings as they are. No, oh, I didn't know Bert and Ernie were gay. That's cool. So sitting in first place, I mean, it's you. You got a lot to defend here. You're at fourteen point six nine. Then it is. Nikhil at 13.69. Then Steve, 13.52. Then it's me at 13.38. And the caboose, Brian, he's trying to get to 13. He's at 12.9. Folks, remember, we want the score of the match and the goal score. And are you looking up Bert and Ernie pictures? Yeah, I told you. So, anyway, let's go over this week's predictions. Um, Yeah, so do you think you're going to win? Yeah. All right. Well, let's make our predictions. You got them? All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's so talk about soccer. These are all the games that go through next Monday. So we got 12 of them. It all starts tomorrow or today for us listening. Actually, it is today. Aston Villa, Sheffield United. I got Villa 1, Sheffield 2. And my goal scorer is from the losing side, and it's Samada. Villa, Sheffield. Yeah, that's the first match, mate. What? <laughs> Villa Wait. Chelsea? No, mate. Wait. Yeah, they play later. They play that. that Villa so plays twice. So that's the game I don't have. So no, Villa Chelsea's there too. Villa Chelsea's not here. Did you do it in the wrong order? What's the first match you have, mate? I have Watford Leicester. Okay, you. I think you got the screenshots in the wrong order. Okay, so you scroll down. And, it, and and you got then you got Brighton Arsenal. I can't believe this is happening. What is going on? Show me where you have. This is wild. You might have written it in the wrong. In, oh. Why don't you have? 
You only looked at one screenshot, mate. You don't even have Man City and Burnley on here. <laughs> all right, lad. All right, I'll Max make them all on the fly now. Oh, my God. So, I'll go Villa. Wait, and, Villa who? And write it down. Villa, Sheffield United. Villa Sheffield. This is tomorrow. Villa, Villa Sheffield. For tonight. I'll go Villa 2. Mm-hmm. Sheffield nil. Who's your goal scorer? Grealish. Okay. Yeah. Just a reminder, Villa 1, Sheffield 2. Samara scoring for Villa. Man City hosts Arsenal. Okay. You want me to announce my score? Yeah. I got City 3, Arsenal 1, Aguero. Uh, it makes me sad. I, I'm glad soccer's back, but it's going to be a sad day for me. 2-0, uh, Aguero. Okay. Then Norwich, Southampton. Um, it's at Norwich, just as a heads up. I got Norwich, and Pookie Watch is back. I have Norwich 0, Southampton 2, Danny Ings. Um, you know what? I'm going to go 0-0. Zero, zero. Oh, scoreless draw. So, Nor- so you think Norwich and, and Southampton, nothing good's going to And that's on Friday at noon, so it's going to be a boring-ass game then. Tottenham, Man United. You don't have that. At Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Then we're going to get to Watford next, so we'll be good. I swear I wrote this down. Tottenham, Man United. I have Tottenham 0, Man United 1, and the PM candidate himself, Marcus Rashford, is my goal scorer. Wow. Um, uh, Spurs <laughs> Spurs 1, Spurs 1, United 2, and I'll go... Uh, we're trying to bring joy back to the people, and we can't even I'll go shit Ra- right. I'll go Rashford as well. Okay, so you got United winning, Rashford. Actually, no. Kane. Harry Kane's healthy? Yep. Harry Kane. In a losing effort. 2-1. <laughs> okay. No, that's fine. That's what I had in my first match. Now it's Watford-Leicester, so hopefully you don't have to write shit anymore, right? Okay. I have Watford 0, Leicester 3, Barty. Wow, I have the same thing. All right. Brighton then hosts Arsenal. I got Brighton 0, Arsenal 2. I think Arsenal's going to rotate because this is literally their second game in four days. I'm going with Eddie and Ketia. Oh, wow. Going Brighton 1, Arsenal 3, on Bobby. Okay. Uh, West Ham and Wolves. Shock result for me because I think Wolves does, don't do well against good teams. West Ham won, Wolves won, Raul. Um, so it's been a while since we've watched uh, <laughs> since we've watched the Premier League. So I have West Ham one, Wolves two. <laughs> hey, you, who's, what's his name? You wrote the Mexican guy. Yeah, it's Raul, mate. Raul. <laughs> oh, unreal! We need to tweet that to the to the followers. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth and Palace. I got Bournemouth two, Palace one. Callum Wilson. I have one all. Zaha. All right, uh, Newcastle and Sheffield United. I got Newcastle zero, Sheffield two. Billy Sharp, the legend. You got one all, and same thing with the whole Wolves thing. I just said whoever the striker is for Sheffield. So are you on Billy Sharp or Billy Ollie Sharp. McBurney? Uh-huh. They're, both, they're both strikers. They play two strikers. Billy Sharp. Okay. Aston Villa and Chelsea. I have Villa one, Chelsea three, Pedro. I have Villa one, Chelsea two, Abraham. All right, Everton, Liverpool. I got Everton zero, Liverpool two, Mane. I have Everton zero, Liverpool three, Salah. And then finally, there's one more match. Man City hosting Burnley. Okay. At the, at the head. I've got Man City 4, Burnley 0, Sterling. Wow. I'll have uh, Man City 3, Burnley 1, and Aguero. All right. So hopefully it'll be a little, sm- a little more smooth next time. That was smooth, that last one. Yeah. No, at the end, we, 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 we sorted it out. It was a bit of a rough start at the beginning. 
Um, now we're going to go do the shout-outs and comments, so we shouldn't be too rusty on these. I've been doing this whole show with a stuffy nose, man. You're right. That That is a Herculean effort. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. All right. So let's talk about one of the poll questions that was had a lot of strong responses. Would you want a chic takeover for your favorite club? Comment why. A lot of, like I said, a lot of input. 62% said yes, they'd like a chic takeover. 38% said no. And some of the comments were, Brian said no. Russian billionaires are way better than sheiks. So, I mean, still a rich person taking over. Steve uh, had an interesting answer. I, th- I think about it this way. I have a lot of competing priorities and would rather play sports than watch sports. Fair enough. If someone bought my club or a team that represented a government with shitty values, I'd be less inclined to watch. Like, if Trump bought pool, I'd bounce. Thoughts? Yeah, if Donald Trump bought Liverpool? Yeah. Would you not be a fan anymore? That's a really intriguing fact. I wouldn't, like, look at them as Liverpool anymore. I wouldn't be Liverpool. Uh, Jeff Paris, it's the best, trust me. <laughs> he knows from experience, obviously. Man City fan. Matt Dunphy, input. If if one took over the Chicago Fire, we'd be so elite. Thoughts? Isn't there like a salary cap in MLS? There is. So that one. Uh, Brant, weighing in. Brant Wynn. Uh, I'd be okay with West Ham doing this because they're already corrupt. But I like the Fire's current owner and wouldn't want guilt so close to home. So a lot of people talking about not wanting that guilt. Uh, Mark McCormick, two-time now uh, contributor. I'm not sure if it's just a Twitter one or just he listens. Um, Let us know, Mark. He's got uh, Donald Duck counting money. So I'm thinking he said yes. Yeah. You, after seeing these responses, any final thoughts? I think I started with yes and I'm ending with yes. Okay. And I started with no. That's a good question if Donald Trump. Ending with no. But that's a a tough one, isn't it? He's an Arsenal fan. So what if he took over Arsenal? God, no. Dude, you really drew the short straw on that. Osama and now Trump. He's only likes them because I think his son likes them. So anyway, I'm going to move on from that because, yeah. What I mean, Bin Laden, though, bro. You know Apparently what? he watched every game. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure there are other terrorists. <laughs> that... <laughs> Can you imagine Bin Laden singing, chanting, because it's us <laughs> in this cave? Mate. <laughs> right before SEAL Team 6 bust in. I'm sure Arsenal actually was not playing when that happened. Uh, Whatever. I mean, then uh, in terms of Infantino wanting to start salary and transfer caps, only very way, minimal people were playing. Zero dark 30 Sorry. 75% said no caps at all. And 25% said transfer cap only. No one said salary cap. No one said transfer and salary cap. No so, caps. I think that's good how it is. No caps is, uh, I guess, the overwhelming response. Uh... We didn't really have many nonsense. Wow, not many people voted for nonsense. A lot of people too, chimed in on the chic thing. <laughs> but it's like they didn't even make votes in the other ones. It's wild. Like, well, the turnout was bananas. <laughs> it's one of the all-time lows. We'll come to nonsense of the week next, uh, later. So I will hold on that one for now. Let's talk about some other comments, though, that, that were brought up this week. Okay. Um, first, I want to bring up... So we talked about the chic takeover... Uh, remember when we talked about uh, Taliso? Ryan, <laughs> did you hear about this? 
I, when you when you were saying it on the show, I noticed it. You were saying it like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, maybe I was too tired. He said, "Are you calling him Quarantine Taliso?" <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, you gotta admit that's pretty brilliant. You. You were calling him Quarantine Taliso the whole time. What do you call him? Quarantine. So what's the difference between what you just said and what I've said? Quarantine and quarantine. I didn't call him quarantine. I call him quarantine. <laughs> you said quarantine. Oh my god. We can well, back. apparently Brian thinks that that's that's what I said too. So he thought we were making light of the situation. <laughs> uh, we but that is his name for now. <laughs> we're gonna start calling him Quarantine Taliso. Maybe that'll be the name of the episode. Um, then uh, Steve mentioned. So Kingsley Coman turned 24 today. He's already won 16 trophies. Make it 17. He won another Bundesliga. This dude is... And Steve said, how is he only worth $35 million? I think he mixed up Toliso and Coman, which a lot of people do because they both live for Bayern. So. I don't think so. How's he, where does it say he's worth $35 well, million? Well, because all four pictures are of him. No, I understand. But I'm saying, how is he only worth $35 million? We talked about how Toliso's worth $35 million, but not Coman. Oh, something, and he mixed up Bayern Munich like dynamic young players. So I must have mixed up quarantine. He's mixed up Coman, yeah. So that was pretty, pretty wild. And along lines of mixing things up, uh, Steve mentioned uh, my Kingsley favorite. Kingsley Coman is probably thirty-five mil too. Probably more. No, really, he's not that good. Transfer marked it. Transfer marked. While we're doing that. Steve said, my favorite part of this week's episode is when Arine said that Marcus Rashford was African-American. <laughs> so. I responded to it. Shit. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that was a slew of comedy and errors. Um, also, another correction. Brian was in a very correcting mood for me. Um, he did say, uh, where is it here? Just a clarification action, he mistakenly said Chelsea got into Champions League by winning Europa. We finished third place. We should have gotten two spots. You're right. You did. You finished third. My bad. I was thinking of it from our perspective, Arsenal, where um, he is worth 35 40, million. He's worth 44 million U.S. dollars, which is, translates to 35 okay. million Okay. Well, my apologies, Steve. You're right then. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, all right. Brian also called you out. When he said, um, when I mentioned that we're setting up a watch party for the games, which, as usual, not happening, you live in Chicago. Chicago has the best steep dish pizza, and you responded, we should get Pizza Hut. Brian said he, he smacked his head. What are your comments to Brian? So, although he's right there, <laughs> I just wanted to put on the record, I love deep dish pizza, but I prefer I prefer a thin crunch like New York style. Okay. But does so does Pizza Hut have that thin crunch? Oh yeah. For you? They have stuffed crust. Stuffed crust stuffed crust has a special place in my heart. Okay. Do you prefer stuffed crust pizza or deep, deep dish? Stuffed crust or deep dish? I well, I love stuffed crust, but I gotta go with the deep dish, mate. I gotta go with Giordano's you know, deep marinara dish. Marinara sauce mate. next to the a, a nice yeah. stuffed crust pizza. Stuffed crust is right behind deep dish for me. Stuff crust is electric. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but deep dish. But the thing is, I wouldn't order deep dish in the middle. I mean, for me, that, it would be like... So are you saying Lionel Messi's deep dish pizza and Ronaldo's stuffed crust? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
and uh, Jesse Lingard is cauliflower crust. <laughs> Fraud. Yeah, exactly. See, I'm on your side with cauliflower crust. I don't know why you think I like cauliflower crust. I never said you did. We like sweet potato crust. Save that stuff. That's pretty decent. I'm not a big sweet potato guy, though. You don't have... I mean, I guess you kind of have to be. Maybe. It's one of those. It's one of those things. Maybe I've had it so much in my life because mom loves that shit. Sweet potato crust or sweet potatoes? Sweet potatoes. Okay. Um, sweet enough. potato fries are good. Yeah. I agree. Shout out Kroll's. Kroll's don't have the, the cheese curds, man. These are cheese curds. <laughs> All right. I got to go on. I'm getting wild about food and I'm getting hungry. Brian said, my hashtag redeeming features my sense of humor because you talked about winning the ladies over with your eyes. He says, or any feature that stacks up, whether it's your hair. Yeah. Like, you know. He says it's a sense of humor, which is why I never did well in clubs or bars. Had more success, albeit very limited, in more intimate settings. So, so <laughs> Brian's Brian a big sex guy. He's a big intimate settings so guy. So Brian is boasting about <laughs> his sex skills, which I respect. He I likes, mean, he has the children to back it up. He likes candlelit rooms. Hey, you know what, though? You know how I know he's right? I'm a big candle guy, just spit guy out though. another kid. That's true. Congrats on the sex. Top lad. Yeah? Just to be clear, everyone's two. Not, like, literally, like, today. Just recently. Yeah, 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 Within the last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, then Steve brought up his Mount Rushmore. Did you see it? His Mount Rushmore of uh, music. Oh. He's got Rammstein. You remember Rammstein? Oh, he said it's a sentimental holdover for my emo metal teenage years. Like... Um, I believe they're the ones that say like "Do us, do us, me." Do you remember that? Dun, 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 dun. Uh, I hope I'm doing the right song. <laughs> if I'm my, wrong. my emo stage was Hollywood Undead. If you know who they are, um, the I kind band. of am remembering them. Yeah, they had uh, a couple songs. Can you you want to like blurt a bit of their song out? No, 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 no. Yeah, okay, that is right. Knows. The "Do us, me" is a is a Rammstein song. You are don't they, are they German? Are they German? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Actually, so Steve, great shout there, as I have them playing in the background. Let me play the... You don't remember this song? No. Fine. Let me play a little more. You want to get copyrighted. Yeah, that was a classic. (laughs) Do you, Um, you, you still don't know what it is? Then uh, he's got Gangstar, Open My Eyes to Underground Hip Hop. What? Who? Uh, Gangstar, with two R's. You know uh, Dave Matthews Band, DMB, showed me the beauty of live music. So he, he did talk about the... He is diverse. And then he's got Red Hot Chili Peppers, all-time favorite oh, band. Oh, so, did I mention them in the last episode? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think so. Uh, oh, before you ask on Gangstar, he's got a song from them, Above the Clouds. So you don't want me to play You think we're going to get copyrighted? No, 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 play it. Because <laughs> I've never, I don't know the name of the artist, but like. Oh, the video's unavailable. Mate, the link you sent us, lad. No, click on the actual. Oh, oh no, it doesn't work. Steve, the, the link's broken, for me at least. <laughs> so we're going to play you a little bit of that. have to watch it on the YouTube app, that means. Oh. But it's okay. All right. Um, so we'll go on from there. As you can see, I've got my issues with the, with the uh, with that. Um, he also made mention. Uh, I don't know if you if you saw this. So you know how the whole U.S. thing came out where they're allowing players to kneel. You heard about that or no? So the U.S. Federation is allowing players to kneel. 
Trump was not happy about it. Then it came out two days ago, President Donald Trump says he will not watch U.S. soccer after their new anthem policy, which allows the players to kneel. Uh, Steve said he's definitely confused like his rabbit I retweeted ass. Steve. Ever watched any U.S. soccer? I retweeted that. Yeah, thoughts? Yeah, dude, he, he never, yeah, no, fuck it. His, yeah. I mean, so he, he yeah, he says he's not going to stand by that. And then the other day I saw that his secretary apparently is trying to inform him on what the kneeling really means, that he's still... Who's his secretary? Uh, I'm not sure, but it just, I just said, so it's the secretary trying to Dude, help he's, Trump understand. He's someone that is trying to appease those certain voters that want to vote for him. And then um, after we sent our tweet soliciting some, some uh, predictions from everyone, I won't share their predictions. They're all here. We'll talk about it next week. Devin McDonough, with his first ever interaction with us, uh, says, the people are asking when the interview with DMAC 970, which is him, is coming. Brian then says, what people? <laughs> and Devin shows minions. So he's... So he says he wants to come on the show. Okay. But I don't think this man will even watches the Premier League. So he couldn't really help us in that one episode where we asked if Tim Howard was, was white. Because <laughs> he's, he's a big Tim Howard guy. He went to the same high school. Oh, not, really? Not at the same time, but... Yeah, yeah of course, New Jersey. Um, yeah, so I, we, we could always have him on. Maybe during an international break. He doesn't watch international soccer. What anyway, sports does Devin watch besides baseball? Baseball. Oh, I was going to say baseball. Pretty much baseball, golf. Football? He's a golf guy. Yeah, well, football. he's a Packers fan, so we don't... So we're not going to talk well, football. Well, Steve. There you go. He and Steve can be friends. We never talk football with Steve, though. I know. Yeah, well... You know, I think... I think he's named his cat Lambo. I think... <laughs> I'm dead I, serious about that. That's fine. I'm a big... I'm, you know what? I'm a cat guy, so respect the cat. Big yikes. Um... So there are two. So I don't know if you heard, but the Confederate flag got banned in NASCAR. Really? Yeah, there's. I a, did hear about that. No, sorry, I did. So hear now there's that. a petition to get rid of the Packer flags because that's also offensive. How is the Green Bay Packer fan offensive or flag offensive? Because it just is. Oh, oh, I get it. Never <laughs> mind. Okay, wow. See this joke just slow right. I just <laughs> fucked it up. Wow, I'm an idiot. That was also a bit of a dad joke. No, no, but I legit saw it on the internet. That was good. It's decent. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. No, no, it's not a joke. It's, it's it's there is a petition for it. Well, yeah, but you know these are joke petitions, mate. They don't. Have I it. signed it. Well, yeah, but it's not. It's one of those that's not going to happen. You know. What I, I mean? think the Packer flag should get knocked out along with the Confederate flag. I, mate, <laughs> come on, lad. You got to be. We're gonna. We're gonna. Let's Why go. don't people wave the Union flag? Because there's the American flag. And now that's... I would wait for you. People kneeling that I'm one, so I don't know. You a big union guy now, mate? Yeah, well, yeah, we're northerners. Yeah? Well, you go find what the union flag looks like and it's start waving It's the blue thing with the stars around it, bro. It's in history class. Go be a Columbus Blue Jackets fan, then. Never. <laughs> All right. Wow, the Blue Jackets have been down with the movement since day one, and we never knew it. All right. There you go. So let's, let's go, go over last week's... Uh, well, we'll come to this week's last of the week. I'll do the whole part of that, but... Last week's winners uh, is 50-50 between Tia Katai, who made the racial comments, and her uh, husband was uh, deleted from the LA Galaxy, and uh, That's a good way of putting it. Black Lives Matter's counter-protesters, who, um, yeah, very despicable. Uh, no one picked Shrewsbury Town 
or the BBC News. Uh, if I recall, BBC News mistakenly aired the image of former Jets cornerback George Floyd instead of the actual one. Um, I thought that would have been up there, but anyway, that's that. So that brings us, we got a lot of candidates for this week's Nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, You're a nonce, mate. And this week, we have a few candidates. Uh, some of you have maybe heard or seen of uh, Katie Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, do you she, know what her role is in all this? Like, do you I know don't what know she does? what she is, but she's a very, she's like, my guess is she's kind of like a Piers Morgan, but like more Paul. There is a woman version like of she just No, speaks. who's the lady we have that people don't like? Is it Ann uh, Coulter? I don't think she's, I don't know. Okay, the girl we have isn't as vile. Katie Hopkins is bad. Yeah, she is. But the what is not she like Tommy Lauren? No, no. There's a. Mm, I just mentioned her name just a second ago. The lady I mentioned. It's her. It's like her. Uh, Ann Coulter. Have you heard of Ann Coulter? Maybe if I see a picture. Just, but. just search her. Katie Hopkins responded to what Marcus. So Marcus Rashford. This, there's this program that he's setting up. In, you know, across England. To have money for children. Pretty much what I was saying though earlier, Marcus Rashford is a million times better human than I am. Okay. Well, I mean, he's better than a lot of us. Um, she wrote, Dear Marcus Rashford, do you think women should think about how they are going to feed a child before they decide to have it? Pretty much ripping on, you know, the, the, the people that have their children and can't feed them and are getting benefits from this program. She then said, I do not want to pay to feed other people's kids. You are welcome to. Thank you. Katie Hopkins. So, obviously, oh, and there are other circumstances, too, in which someone has a child and things might have gone awry, right? You can't just suspect that all these people were irresponsible people, you know? And and also, these children, it's not their fault, you know? So you just want all the children to starve. So, um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this statement from Katie Hopkins? Yeah, it's shocking. I don't know. I, I don't see how you could really defend it one bit, so... I mean, she's, uh, Katie, put it this way, I'm just, this is going to, I shouldn't say it on here, should I? What, what are you going to say? Just say it, mate. If someone, like, assassinates her, I'd applaud it. Okay, you can say whatever you want. We're podcast, <laughs> mate. Uh, then we got Mallorca and Barcelona had a match. Yeah, by the way, what happened to the whole, this is off topic and not saying anything would happen or should happen, but, like, what happened to the whole assassinating presidents thing? Or just, you know, like, that's still not going <laughs> What? <on? laughs> Where are these what people are you that about, really need these people? You just want people to come in and start assassinating? You realize that by doing that, they ruin their own life. So you want them to be everyone's hero? No, I'm just saying, like, it just seems to be a trend, you know, of presidents being assassinated. When was it a trend, mate? In, like, the... 90s? I don't know, John F. Yeah, that, since him, when has it been a trend here? I don't know, but maybe we need to start it up again. Oh my God, you've just suggested to <laughs> we start assassinating people. I didn't suggest anything. Nay, you want the quote-unquote trend. When was it a trend to begin again? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Abe, John. We're just going to – and they were many years apart, almost 100, <laughs> or at least actually 100. Sorry, more, right? Are they, were they 100? About 100 years apart. Lincoln was like 16, wasn't he? What, 16 plus? President. Yeah, but I mean like in terms of when it happened. It was, it was John F. Kennedy in the 30s. Yeah, uh... I think his was in 1964 when he got, right? And then Abe Lincoln was, it had to be after Civil War. So it was, yeah, maybe about a little, little less than 100 years apart. Uh-huh. So does that make it, make it a trend, mate? 
Unless it's trending on Twitter. Oh, well, then I must have misspoken. <laughs> so Arjun wants the trend of assassination back. Um, of, gonna, of, of leaders that... Well, I don't want Katie it Hopkins back. I'm just wondering where it happened. Katie Hopkins is Not necessarily saying it's Katie Hopkins who should be taken out. So who should, who should be assassinated? I don't know, man. No, I'm not should, but it's just like... Man, like, what if a, a a powerful leader that's just totally in the wrong got assassinated? Yeah. So it's like when uh, people are celebrating Kim Jong-un's death and he faked it. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. That's why. I, can you imagine if you had celebrated it and then he came back? Would you Would you try your best to escape the country, even though it's impossible? What if I, like, made fun of Kim Jong-un? Yeah, and he knew, like, and uh, yeah, I'd coming. Be, I'd, I'd be, I'd be, <laughs> dude, I'm out. Like, in our podcast, you said... Man, you know what? We need this to trend. I'm glad that he he's you know. This I didn't say anything. I didn't say Kim Jong Un. I didn't say Katie. He's I didn't say gonna... any names. I'm not saying anyone. Okay. No one should be assassinated. But you want the trend to begin again? It's a trend that never existed. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna move on before you get into a. a Katie thing. Hopkins though is, is such a vile human. She's being. a nonce. Put that um, on the record, and that's why she's up for nonce of the week. So then we got Barca Mallorca had a match. In Mallorca, as we know, it's all closed-door sports, right? No audience. Well, somehow, the Mallorca security is up for announcement of the week. This is a shout-out Steve. He mentioned this one to us. Um, Mallorca security for letting a pitch invader in. Someone still was able to invade the pitch. You see what they did, right? They got a hug, picture. Did he hug Messi or what did he do? He you got you a know pic- better than me. So get this. He got a picture with Messi. Was it a selfie? I had something like that. But then the security made him delete the photo. Wait, what? Yeah. Did he go to jail? I'm not sure what happened to him afterwards, but I know they made him delete the picture. That's wild. That's um, poor. Steve, Steve said, is this guy the announced of the week for running on the pitch or man of the match for actually finding a way into a closed door match? See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. He... But, but, but to be clear, not to the week candidate is Mallorca security. This guy might yeah. be man of the match. I think yeah. they're sneaking in. Right? But then I could also see why they wouldn't be heavy on security on a game with no fans. Right. So. That's true, I guess. But yeah, but. It's the wild scenario. I think, though, to enter the stadium, no? <laughs> Did they ever. I want to. I got to read the article and see how he got in. All right. I'm curious. Well, and then it's there. So it's there. You Steve know, I bet you, I bet you he had a friend that was a steward. Yeah. He was like, all right, boy, it's your, your time to shine. <laughs> and I'm mean, like, go for it. You're going to be on the news. Yeah. Well, then they might get fired, mate. All right. Then we got Gwyn Williams. And if you don't know who Gwyn Williams is, that's fine. I didn't either until recently. Gwyn Williams uh, was part of the youth football setup at Chelsea from 1979 to 2006. There are four youth former players that played in the 80s and 90s that claimed that their careers were ruined by the abuse uh, which was instigated by former coach Gwen Williams and are seeking damages. Now, these this abuse they're speaking of is racial abuse. Um, and so some say they've been left traumatized and have sought therapy as a result of his abuse, which had become normalized at the club at the time. Uh, in addition, Chelsea had paid off five-figure sums to two former footballers who were sexual abuse victims of ex-chief scout Edward Heath. Um so him, uh, Gwyn Williams is the guy that's up for it this week because he's getting a lot of these allegations against him. What are your thoughts? You think he's an idiot? Gwyn Williams? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what Although, do you think? here's the thing. I'm not saying it's okay. He did this in a time. You realize he did this in the 80s and 90s. Do you think the fact it's coming up now, it, is there? what's the merit behind it coming up now? I don't know. I think too too late. So so that's what I'm thinking. Like, is there a timeline on this stuff comes up? Because obviously, if you did something at one, not that it's acceptable at all. I it Bro, is it's not like, acceptable. Yeah, no, but it's, it's but like times change. It's like so right, how people act say, changes. Let's say like 15 years ago, I got stabbed. When right. I, today I came, I'm like, bro, I got stabbed 15 years ago. You're like, well, so what? Like you just. But on that other end, do you think that they couldn't report it because it was just such a normalized thing then, and now it's like. Oh yeah, speaking. So, so that's the other thing about it. It's just, Same thing with hockey. That's the problem with hockey, right? Yeah, it is an issue there. Either way, Gwen Williams is an odds, right? Yeah, we can agree with that. And then finally, we this is a late sub, late submission. Um, we have this lad. Uh, his name is Guillermo Marino. Okay, Guillermo Marino. Uh, he's a former Argentine soccer player. Boca Juniors. Played for Boca Juniors. He was once late for training after he claims he was abducted by aliens. His former teammate, Gustavo Lorenzetti, says uh, that Guillermo said that he arrived late to one training because he was abducted by aliens. He gave us the entire explanation of what he felt and the rest of it. He started to explain that he was suddenly lost and abducted by these aliens. And explained that they take out your soul, analyze it, and all while on the journey... Uh, they're looking after you. He's a big believer. He reads books about it, so I didn't have another option but to believe him because with the seriousness that he told it to us, we have to believe him. So we're going to give it to Guillermo Marino, the guy who claims he was late to training because he was abducted by aliens. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I believe in aliens, but... But if I told you I was late to something because I was abducted, what would yeah, you say? you're wild. <laughs> okay. So these are our four guys. We have a few um, shout-outs. Uh, no, not shout-outs. What do you call them when they're not like actual candidates? But honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. There you go. Irving Lozano. He was kicked out of training, Napoli, by uh, manager uh, Gattuso for being apathetic and lacking commitment. Basically, he didn't take part in some of the training sessions. He's only started one match this year. He's kind of mad. Well, uh, I would do the same. What are your thoughts? I think if I was doing good in practice, which I'm guessing Lozano feels like, and I wasn't getting playing time, I would force a move and not go to training. Okay. We also have Barcelona, who came into the pitch late in that aforementioned match against Mallorca. Um, Barcelona showed up three minutes before the match was set to kick off, despite being told by the refs multiple times. So Barcelona, for showing up late uh, on the pitch... Mark Noble apparently wears an Apple Watch while he plays, so he was an honorable it's mention. It's wild that that's legal. Um, do you, was it just that game, or do you think he does it every game? Should we watch for it next match? Yeah, let's watch okay. for it. Everyone watch this I week. have a question for you. Yes. I thought it was raining outside. Sorry. It's not. No. What's the question? Um, when you play soccer, do you wear your Fitbit or your Apple Watch? In rec league, yes, because I want to get the steps in. Sure. But if I were playing like... In a professional match? No, absolutely I think not. either or, I'm never wearing it. I mean, yeah. You're not supposed to. I'm just trying to beat people in these step challenges. So, <laughs> Brian knows. Um, but it's been a while since I've played, so who knows? Maybe next time. Ah, you don't so get you've been on bang quarantine. Huh? You 
been quarantined. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I have another one that just came in. Just in today, Giants place kicker Aldrich Rosas. Do you remember him? No. He was arrested for a hit and run and driving on a suspended license in California today. So there's that. Um uh, to see it. Yeah. So your non the week candidates, Katie Hopkins. You got arrested for, for that? Yes, he did. So I don't know who will be kicking for the Giants, but we'll see. Uh, non the candidates, the, the actual ones, Katie Hopkins for questioning Rashford's program, uh, which is fine, but she was very rude about it. Mallorca security for letting a pitch invader in. Gwyn Williams for his racial abuse at Chelsea's youth system. And Guillermo Marino for claiming he's been abducted by aliens, and that was the reason he was late to training. What's yours? Who's your, my early candidate is Katie Hopkins. It's yeah. between her and Gwen Williams for me. But Katie Hopkins is one of the worst human human beings on earth. She's so. a yeah, she's vile. Not just for this, but for what she's done in the past. Like if you look up YouTube videos of her, you'd be shocked. There you go. Yep, yeah, look it up, see what she's done. All right, mate, let's move to the fantasy corner. Okay. Very brief stuff here. Top income. We got, so this is week, what they call 30 plus. For those that are playing, you can uh, bring in a whole new team. You have unlimited transfers this week. So get those in. As as to you, are you going to get your transfers in? In your fantasy team? I don't have a fantasy team. You do, mate. We're in the same league. To one with Gark, mate. Oh, that was last year. It's, it's continuing. It's just, it's starting again. It's the same league. No, that was last year. I was in. I'm not in it this year. You're in it this year. No, because I set it up and I was at the Smoky Mountains and that was last year. No, but you've not done it. Year. You're doing it again this year. You're in it. I'm, I'm, mate, I'm in the league. You're there. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's fine because if you get relegated, you have to pay extra money apparently. Don't get relegated. I don't even know my login, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so let's go to the fantasy corner. Top incoming so far up till now, Grealish, Aguero, Rashford, De Bruyne, Henderson. Top outgoings, Ings, Salah, Calvert-Lewin, Jimenez, and Fardy. Kind of surprising stuff going on there. Why would you let go of Salah? Oh, because they're going to have the League One. So I see what people... Okay. Some of these, yeah, I'm sitting there, I'm like... So... My picks this week um, of who to look out for, I know you're going to say I told you so, uh, Jack Grealish. He has a double game week, meaning his team plays twice this week. And a lot of the other teams that have double game weeks, I feel like their managers are going to rotate. But in Aston Villa's case, I don't think they can afford to rotate. I think they have to play Jack Grealish in every match because they need to stay up, right? So because of that, I would play him. I guarantee you he'll play if not 180 minutes, at least 150. Um, I'd say Sheffield's another team that has two matches. Look at either Enda Stevens or Lundstrom. Uh, Enda Stevens is only 5.2 million. Lundstrom is 4.9 million. <clears throat> You'd have him in your defense. Uh, Grealish, as I just said, 6.4 million. So these are all good price players. Arsenal has a double match week. Um, if you're going to go their route, I think Nicola Pepe. I'd go him. He's only 9.3 million. And I think he's ready to contribute after playing a little over half season. And then with teams with double weeks, the goalkeeper right is, route is always safe, right? The goalkeepers will play two. You can either go Burnt Leno at $5 million or Dean Henderson at $5.2 million. Dean Henderson being Sheffield's Dean Henderson. Did you know he's on loan? No. Manchester United. 
and that Manchester United might consider selling him to Chelsea. Wow. Dean Henderson. All right. So any players that you that I didn't cover that you'd consider? No. It's All tough right. right now. It's tough. You don't yeah. know who's who's fit, who's playing. I mean, it's and teams, know, wild. some teams are as fit as ever. So it's like you don't even know who's gonna play. Like yeah, you just said. And finally, let's go to our favorite segment that is back: the gambling corner. Mm-hmm. Um, just a reminder: you have ten dollars to bet with every week. You can bet up to ten dollars, and you can bet up to three matches. Okay, um, or and or parlays. So if you do three matches in a parlay, that's considered. One bet. So I should say you can do three bets. The standings when we left off, Brian is up $15.04. Arine's in second, up $11.05. I'm in third, up $1.10. And Steve is down ten seventy two. So with that said, uh, do you want to mention your bets this week? Do you have I'm going to get an accumulator. Uh-huh. Sorry, Steve's down ten forty two. That was my bet, not ten seventy two. All right. I'm really feeling myself. Please explain this accumulator. So, I'm going to make a bunch of bets at once. You can make three bets, mate. That's it. No, no, no. A big-ass parlay. Okay. What's your parlay? You go, you start with, you just tell the people yours first. You just tell what you're going with. All right, I've just got three straight-up bets and all road teams winning. I got Lester winning at Watford. Wait, wait, wait. Road teams winning? Road teams winning. I got Leicester winning at Watford. They're plus 110. I'm putting four bucks on it to win 440. I got Man U winning at Tottenham, plus 140. I'll just put $2 on that to win 280. And I have Wolves winning at West Ham, plus 115, even though I picked score score draw in the predictions, plus 115, $2 to win 230. So I got Leicester, Man U, and Wolves all at pluses. If I win two of those, I'm positive this week. Feel good about it. I'm going to go to the shoe, probably with the Leicester bet. How much are you putting on it? In here, I'm putting four to win 440. They're plus 110 at Watford. Leicester. Wow. That's a good bet. What do you have? What's your accumulator? Okay. So, Southampton over Norwich. Okay. Um, That's for sure one. Not for sure. But what's the line on that one? I don't know what the lines are, but we'll do this afterwards. Okay. That's okay. Southampton over Norwich. Leicester over Watford. Okay. These are both wins. Yes. Okay. Arsenal over Brighton. Mm-hmm. And there was one more. Oh, yeah. And, um, and um, Man City over Burnley. Okay, and I'm thinking right now. I'm thinking about West or Wolves over West Ham, but I'm holding off on that. But I want to put how much money do I have? Uh, you've won eleven oh five. You can bet up to ten. Put like two bucks on that. Okay, and we'll find the odds for that, and we'll mention it next week. I guess that's your only bet. That's it. Yeah, I mean, but that's a that's that's yeah, four you can games. Do two other bets. Yeah, you can do two other bets. That's it. Okay. All right. So, everyone, let us know your picks. I think people have already started making those. We'll share them next week. Should I put Liverpool-Everton in there? Do you want to post post your bet when you're done making it? I'm going to put Liverpool on there, too. Liverpool-Everton. Yeah, Liverpool, These are all wins, right? All Ws. So, so this have. is... I'm hitting the bank when I'm Southampton over Norwich, Leicester over Watford, Arsenal over Brighton, Man City over Burnley, and Liverpool over Everton. You put $2 down... 
We'll see what the odds are for that. I will I'm curious now, aren't you? I am, but it's going to take yeah. me a minute. To I have do a it. question for you. I know this is dragging. Which you one were of, supposed to do this, though. What happened, mate? Which one of those games are you not comfortable with? If you, if this was your bet, Soton Norwich. That's something I was kind of iffy about as well. That that's the one. If I were to pick one, to remove, just because you never know with Southampton, they're they're all over the place. True. Yeah. Maybe maybe I I might remove them in real life, but I'll stick with them here. Okay. Yeah. So and the shoe is Can back. Can I remove them now? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm dude, removing that now. Want. I'm removing that now. And the what? shoe is back. So you're going with Leicester over Watford, Arsenal over Brighton, City over Burnley, and Liverpool over Everton. Yes. I will announce next week, folks, what this two dollar bet would would pay out when we <laughs> when we discuss the results. Yes. <laughs> Anything else then before we? This is a very straightforward episode. Very. To you know, the, yeah. yeah, it's back to business. Yeah. So people, I mean, maybe a few less last, but a little more insightful, hopefully. Um, next week we will have we'll review matches. Wow, mate. We're going to review what's happened. Um, it's been a minute since we've seen a Premier League game. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what when comes out last, of it. When was the last Premier League game? What March. Was the it was March? Arsenal's was March 7th. I know that. So It was around the 12th, 11th. Well, let's see. Champions League. Yeah, you're, that date seems about right. 7th. It had, no, so Saturday was the 7th. There had been a match on like the 8th, maybe on Saturday, Sunday. So maybe the 8th, maybe a Monday league night match on the 9th. So, hey, the Premier League is back. Three months. Let's roll, baby. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Question for last We may one. have an interview next week, too. It might be very insightful. Tune in. One, la- one last question. Are you more of a Real Madrid or Barcelona guy? I, no. Uh, mate. This is for everyone to answer. It's if I had one. to pick one. No, it's not easy. It's never easy. I know you're more of a Real Madrid guy. Yeah. I mean, I know that. For me, Barcelona's taken more Arsenal players, I think. But I I don't... Suskin Fury? Yeah, but, and I don't... But I, and Thomas Vermaelen. <laughs> Dead serious with that one. And um, Alex Song. But then I can't get around to saying I like this more than Coutinho. Maybe with the Real Madrid's latest players, I like them a little more. But, like, I really didn't like them for a long time. So, take it as you'd like it. I also don't like the fact that they have all former Tottenham guys. Like, I'm glad they took the players from Tottenham. Yeah, but I can't root for those guys. I don't know, man. Barcelona or Real Madrid. Give me Atletico. I don't know. You don't like them. (laughs) That's such a shitty... Dude, Give me Ibar. I want Ivar, mate. Are those, are those the guys that made the sex tape that one time? No. Wait, what? Yeah. Isn't Ivar the team that's owned by people? Yeah, but the players made a sex tape. Well, even better. Then you should like them. <laughs> right? <laughs> Aren't you all about the Facebook Live pandemic sex parties? <laughs> Ivar, Ivar goes wild. Well, I'm going to go... And make sex tape. I'm going to go and say uh, Real Madrid for me. Oh, well, I knew that. Uh, I, I, can I say none? This is not Ronaldo Messi debate either. This is just no, no, it's not. Can I say none? I mean, you've copped out of one already. You could cop out of two. Cop out of nothing, man. It's baseball. We're king, talking king of the soccer. Cop. This is soccer. Now you're copping out of soccer. 
We're talking a soccer podcast, mate. <laughs> Asking you about this. this is, what is that? Uh, how? I don't like either of them. <laughs> Why should I pick one? It's like asking me if I like Hitler or Mussolini, mate. <laughs> You're comparing them to Hitler and Mussolini? Yes, I am. Why Barcelona? They're not a bad club. They, then you like Real Madrid. What makes them a bad club? A lot of people see them as evil. Yeah, they're both evil. I don't like. Yankees or Red Sox? That's what it is. That's what you're asking. Not really. Red Sox are Barcelona. Really? Well, I would have gone with Red Sox because when I was starting to watch baseball, they were more of an innocent team then. Now it's gotten... <laughs> now, now, if you ask me that question, I'd say Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know. I'd say Yankees. I like the Yankees. Oh, because that lad that comes to the horseshoe? Para Yankees. <laughs> oh, and I think New York's a cool city. But... Fair enough. Uh, gosh, if you put a gun in my mouth, I'll answer give me Barcelona. You. I need to say that. Okay. What do you mean you know I'd say You're that? a Barcelona guy. You just come off as one. I, how do I, I don't, I'm a none of them guy. I don't like any of the teams. Oh, look. Your team's on TV. They're not my team. It's Ansu Fati. There he is. Mate. Messi shaved his beard. What do you he think? Did. Eh, I'm okay with it. I think he's better without it. He's trying to save coronavirus from hitting people. From those All fake right. fans. All right. With that said, uh, we'll take it to the much-aligned Unai Emery Fuckstitch. Aloha, RIP, and peace, Barney. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening. 